According to Wikipedia, which is the Internet Encyclopedia, Christmas actually evolved from pagan traditions celebrating the winter solstice. The long winters of the north, it was celebrated, the sun was celebrated, the sun was worshipped by men, and this was one of the early origins of Christmas. There is no place in the Bible where we are told to celebrate Christmas or Easter as a religious holiday. In the New Testament, we have no religious holidays at all. No religious garments, no titles such as Pope, Archbishop, Cardinal, Vicar, Reverend. Men don't call themselves Reverend in the Bible. All these things have been added to the churches. Religious worships, which are not authored by God himself, produce really vile results. Who can live up to the Hallmark Channel? <laughs> I mean, if you expect your life to be like the Hallmark Channel Christmas, you're in for serious trouble. But many of you already know what I'm speaking because you belong to God. You know these things are set up by man. That's why they're so popular. Where in the world do we have any evidence of popularity in something that's set up by a commandment of God? The world does not flock to observe the commandments of God. But the feast of men become idols among the world and, unfortunately, in many churches also. We who are of God and have his truth living in us by the Holy Spirit, we shudder at these things. We know they are not of God. It wouldn't be so bad if they just had kind of a day when everybody gave people presents, but it's all done in the name of God, and that is what's wrong with it. I really dislike it. I don't have a campaign of hatred against Christmas. No one's going to really win out in that. I can only tell you it is not in the Bible to do these things. Very often it brings great depression on people because they don't measure up. Their life is not measuring up to the image of the happy family and the married couple and the love interest and giving each other presents and it just doesn't fit that. Why did I why don't I have that kind of life? The normal human will say. If you try to make something out of Christmas, it falls flat. You can't ever have a Hallmark Christmas. It's just a fleshly pursuit. And then you have to take all those Christmas lights down. Putting them up would not be so bad. I think that'd be kind of fun. But taking them down? But all done in the name of God. This is terrible. In Isaiah chapter 1, God said, Bring no more vain oblations. Incense is an abomination unto me, 
the new moons and Sabbaths, the calling of assemblies, I cannot away with. It is iniquity, even the solemn meeting. Your new moons and your appointed feast, my soul hateth. They are a trouble unto me. I am weary to bear them, says God. And when ye spread forth your hands, I will hide mine eyes from you. Yea, when ye make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. Wash you, make you clean. Put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do well. Seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless. Plead for the widow. That's in Isaiah chapter 1 verses 13 through 17. A minute ago I said I don't hate Christmas anymore. Um, I guess I should agree with God and say I hate it too. I hate the religious connection. I hate the implication that this is somehow holy and godly. I hate that part of it. If there was a commandment in the Bible telling you that every year you had to put up a Christmas tree in your house and decorate it and that you had to put lights on your house and you had to give gifts to everybody, you would hate it. But because it's something man created, people go crazy over it. We do not follow pagan acts when we are of God. I just treat it as if it doesn't exist. I admit I enjoy seeing lights when I drive down the street at Christmas. I enjoy seeing that. But I am so glad I don't have to put them up and take them down. And the same thing goes for Thanksgiving and all of these holidays set up by men and the things they put themselves through. It's just incredible. One time my neighbor asked me to come to Thanksgiving dinner at her house, and I agreed to go. And she asked me, would I say the prayer? And I said, no. No, I won't, because I try to be as non-hypocritical as possible when I talk to God. These prayers that they say are to men. They're devised to speak to the people and make them feel good, and make them feel holy, and make them feel godly. And I absolutely refuse to do something like that. And I especially refuse to do it with prayer. When I pray, I fully expect my prayer to be answered because I know to pray in the will of God. I know what the Bible says about prayer. I expect God to answer it. To do this foolishness before a Thanksgiving dinner, I can't participate in that at all. I went to the Christmas dinner. I didn't know that the woman hosting it was going to have someone else pray, but she announced that her friend would lead us in prayer, and I just stared at them. 
I don't close my eyes. I talk to God all the time. I don't bow my head and close my eyes to talk to God. I'm always talking to God. All this is religious foolishness. And I just choose not to do it. Just let them alone and let them go their way. But I refuse to do these things. Because God is in me by his spirit. Our bodies are the temple of God. We house the Holy Spirit. We even house Jesus living in us. And to participate in some of this nonsense in the name of religion, I just can't do it. And certainly, being caught up in pagan religions is ridiculous for a Christian. So think about what you do. Think about why you're doing it. It's often just following the pagans of the world. But we are of God. We don't want to be doing those things. Several years ago, two Baptist women mentioned to me that they were going on Memorial Day, which is, I think, just a United States holiday. They were going on Memorial Day out to the graveyard to decorate graves. And I said, as a Christian? You're going to do this as a Christian? Why? And one of them looked startled and said, oh, it makes me feel good. Ah, how do you believe the resurrection and do this? My cousin was not a church person. Her husband died when she was about 86 years old. And she told me that she was going out to decorate Thurman's grave. And I said, why? Who is it you are trying to impress? Thurman cannot see what you're doing on top of his bones, on top of his casket. He can't see what you're doing. He's asleep. So who is it that you're trying to impress? She got very quiet. And then she said, Well, then it wouldn't matter where we're buried. And I said, That's right. And I think she was born again at that second because I think God revealed that to her when I told her this. And I think she was born again. She died maybe a year or two after that. What are we doing? Do we belong to God? If so, follow the Spirit of God. He puts in us what to do. Pay attention. Don't participate in pagan acts. This thing of clicking your drink glasses together at a table. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't wish anyone well unless I knew they were going in the name of God and they were truly of God. I would never wish anyone have a good day because they might go and be going out to commit adultery. And if they were, and I wish them to have a good day. According to Second John, verses 8 through about 14, you will be partaker of their evil deeds if you wish them well. Do we not live by the Bible? Don't we conform ourselves to the Bible? 
Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We can't, be, we can't do these things that the world does. We do what God tells us to do. We do what the Bible says to do. We conform our lives to the Bible by the Spirit of God. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.